So let's just mention the ten stages or ten kinds of corpse. Give you some idea of what the early Buddhists were in a sense up against, how seriously they took their spiritual life, how radical, even how drastic they were in practice. One could see in the cremation ground, in the charnel ground it was said, a corpse swollen and bloated. You probably don't know because you probably never have an opportunity of observing that a few days after death the corpse starts swelling <coughs> on account of the gases which are produced inside. Then secondly, a corpse which is discoloured, which has become a sort of bluish green. And then thirdly, a corpse which is festering, from the apertures of which matter is flowing. This is rather unpleasant. I must say, I've gone as far as this stage at least myself. Eh? And it, this is exactly what does happen. Eh? And then fourthly, a fissured corpse, a corpse which is split, maybe split in two. And then fifthly, a mangled corpse, a corpse torn by dogs and jackals. Sixthly, a dismembered corpse, the limbs of which are scattered in all directions. And seventhly, a cut and dismembered corpse, one cut up into small pieces, presumably for disposal. And then eighthly, a blood-smeared corpse, or corpse streaming with blood. And ninthly, a corpse infested with, swarming with thousands of tiny worms. And lastly, the skeleton, just a few bones, that's all that's left. And this meditation, on the ten stages in the decomposition of a corpse, the ten impurities. Eh? This meditation is still kept up in many parts of the Buddhist world, especially by monks. It's not always possible in these days, even in the East, even in India, to find corpses in all the different stages of decomposition. But it's generally considered sufficient if one simply goes to the burning ground or goes to the charnel ground and just looks for a while at the skulls and the bones which are lying scattered there. Or if one looks at the charred wood of a funeral pyre. If one is sensitive and receptive and aware, this will produce the same kind of effect, the same kind of result, the same kind of impression. Sometimes, though, Pictures are made, paintings are made, of the ten stages of decomposition, the ten kinds of corpse. Now remember seeing once a set of these pictures. Uh, I was once invited to a small vihara situated on the outskirts of Kalimpong, and a single old monk lived there. He was a Nepalese monk, and as far as I recollect, I was invited to lunch. And as I sat there, and as in fact I was eating my lunch, looking round, I saw on the walls depicted, almost life-size, the ten stages, the ten kinds of corpse, and depicted in really gruesome and realistic detail. Now, if one practices this kind of meditation, the result is that eventually one starts seeing every body that one meets as walking skeletons. 
You don't see flesh, you don't see blood, you don't see people. You see walking skeletons, just skeletons, just bone. And eventually you may get a sort of sign, as it is called, in a particular way appropriate to this practice. You may just see bone. You'll see something white, bright, shiny, as it were, pure, just bone, just that. And that becomes the object of your concentration and meditation in the next stage of practice and experience. Now this type of practice, this whole type of practice, corpse meditation, meditation on the impurities of a corpse, is not suited to everybody. It's said that one should take it up in the full manner only if one has rather strong nerves. No.